Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod! What's happening, dude? Richard! What's happening, upstate? That's right, guys. We got the professor in the house, Richard Hoskins. Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial advisor slash numbers guru slash guru of all things rolling. I'm telling you. Like, he's a smart guy. We were at Carolina Motor Fest. People were coming to Richard. He's like, that's Richard? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> how, how was Carolina Motor Fest? I missed it because I wasn't there, obviously. But I want to tell you something. You missed a hell of a show. I, Carolina I, Motor I've Fest heard. was off the chain. We had a record crowd for the spring edition of Carolina Motor Fest. 224 cars. Yeah, I think number somewhere in there. We are actually dangerously close to a mile of show cars. At Carolina Motor Fest. That's insane. That's awesome. That is absolutely. I love, love Carolina Motor Fest at the historic group. Isn't, isn't it awesome that this little show that had that started off as Intercom's little baby, and that's what actually brought us onto the air and brought us together, and now it's like becoming something big. That's absolutely incredible. And well, and this is the thing. I mean, like I remember Motor Fest when it was just talk. Uh-huh. Before we were on yeah, the airwaves, yeah, it was just conversation. It was it was just an idea, and now it's blossomed into something amazing, and looks like it's only going to continue to grow. Well, it is growing every year. I mean, the swamp meet's getting bigger. We obviously have more show cars every time, more spectators. I mean, this I want to tell you something. Motorfest, mark my words, it's going to be the next auto fair. I agree. That's awesome, and, and it, it's and, trending and that way. Definitely, it is. I mean, every every time we have it, whether it's spring, fall, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I say fall, we'll have two hundred fifty cars there at least. I agree. I agree. Registered all. cars there. Um, show was great. Weather was awesome. Had a lot of help there this week, and that was a lot of nice because my boy Odd Rod, <laughs> he was up in Maggie Valley, North Carolina, for the Southeast Mini Truck Nat. That's right. So we rode out on uh, Friday morning, got up there, done the show Friday, all day Saturday, and then Sunday we did the award show. Um, absolutely amazing show. This is one show that I just cannot miss every year, and it didn't let down this year. There was 520 trucks registered in the show this year. Well, this, I mean, the thing is, the mini truck in Boom is is, is hitting. I mean, you're seeing it everywhere. You're starting to see these mini trucks coming up. We're actually going to be talking about that here a little later in the show, actually. Um, you know, it's a trend that's getting really hot. And, of course, like anything, out west, it started getting popular. Now it's working its way right here to the east coast. And yeah. southeast mini Nats did not let down some of the best show trucks and, and, around. And what's cool about the mini trucking movement is it's already happened. It happened in the 90s. And it was a big in the 90s. It was, it was awesome. And, you know, I was a little young at that time, so I kind of missed it. But it's like it's it's making a full sweep again, and it's becoming just as popular again. And now what's cool is not only are you seeing the new mini trucks that are being built, but you're seeing people restore and maintain old mini trucks and doing classic mini truck builds. Well, I think it's the nostalgia of it is what's bringing it back. You, know, you got all these guys that built these show trucks in the 90s, 
and, and even early eight or late, you know, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. And now, you know, they've they've moved on and, and got a, a street rod or a muscle car, or, or they're looking to get back into the car hobby. And what do they want? They want another mini truck. Because but, I'll be honest with you, where did you see one? But you know what's impressive about it though is now, you know, like our our good friend Jeff Giles, who's got one of the most beautiful Mazda pickup trucks you'll ever see. B twenty two hundred. Yeah, sweet. And I mean, he restored that truck. He did. He uh, he actually took a frame off. I mean, this thing is gorgeous. Jeff's an extremely talented guy, but the the truck is and it it's a it's basically an homage to '90s mini trucking. I mean, there's nothing that's on that truck that you couldn't have got in '95. Exactly, and, and then you take like your you know your '92 Mitsubishi Mighty Max that you just picked up that you're restoring now. Yep. I mean, this is awesome that people are taking these trucks that to the normal eye are just overlooked little bitty trucks that are really don't take this out of context but they're useless as far as just a work truck Whoa. goes and and now people are actually restoring these trucks and putting a lot of time love and money into them and making some very awesome very incredible well-fabricated machines well and i mean the thing was with these trucks is they were always trendsetters in fabrication oh absolutely you look at any of your car builders they all started as mini truckers as a rule yeah. i mean other than, i guess you could take chip foose out of the equation but the rest of them that's where they got their start. It's where they got their feet well, wet. You know, and I don't want to get too far ahead of the game here, but you got people at Gas Monkey like Mike Coy, the painter. He was a mini trucker way back in the day. Well, I mean, everybody and, and, who's know, anybody that's over the age of 35 in hot rodding had their hand in a mini truck at one time or another. Oh, absolutely. And even younger than that, because, I mean, even I've dabbled into it a little bit, but, uh, I, you know, I had my D21 back in the day. But I mean, yeah, but it, you drove a mini truck. It wasn't hammered down or nothing like that. It was a little lowered, but no, it wasn't hammered. I, I didn't go all the way. I didn't, I didn't do the bag setup till I went to the Caprice. But but you know, mini, that's what makes it cool though. Mini truck had mini trucks used to be. It used to be your Mitsubishi Mighty Max. It used to be your Mazda B twenty two hundreds. You know your Chevy Loves. All these trucks, and now that definition has kind of broadened a little bit. Well, the sport trucks have kind of got brought into the mini truck category. Your full size. You know, all the way up, you know, SUVs and import cars even kind of got included in this. Um, you know, mini trucking is a broad term. It's not just th- your I little think, trucks anymore. I think mini trucking is more of a lifestyle than, it is. than it a, is. a set definition to it's a truck. It's black t-shirts, khaki shorts, Absolutely. facial hair, things like that. I, I fit all the bill. I mean, exactly. You check all the boxes. Tattoos, whatnot. Yeah. yeah. I'm like a mini trucker at heart without the mini truck. Without the mini truck. Yeah. I, I've got your vehicle, sir. Yeah. For some reason, you have my mighty <laughs> yeah. backs. I don't understand it. I'm like a hot rod Ken doll, and I have a mini truck. What's up with that? Yeah. I, I don't understand. I, I look like the lead singer of Rascal Flats, and I'm riding around in a mighty max on bags. I guess. Thank you for buying me my truck. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't understand <laughs> how this works. <laughs> I don't but, really get it. But the thing that's cool about it is, is these trucks are making a comeback, and these were some works of art. I mean, they were all all a little different and i mean don't get me wrong i love the late model craze you know the new challengers and mustangs and camaros and stuff that's great but these trucks they were all different yes like like you know your truck was an extension of your personality and i'm not talking about you know you got the same billet oil filter or oil fill cap that you know your buddy bought too i'm talking about like 
no, body you hand, mods. You hand fabricate your build aluminum oil cap on this. Uh, or something. Well, anything. And <laughs> yeah. it, well, it wasn't even motor-related, really, usually. I mean, usually. That was the only stock part of the, of the truck. <laughs> yeah. But body mods, you know, interior, colors, you know, graphics, no graphics, all this wild stuff. And Airbrush I mean, paint. Exactly. I mean, these things were works of art. Insane. Dancing beds. Insane interiors. I was the suspension. The suspension. Was that Richard? <laughs> I was about to say dancing beds. I was oh, yeah. doing all the crazy well, stuff. It's like Kobe Miller. You know, me and Kobe were talking at Carolina Motor Fest, and we were joking around talking about these trucks. And it was really, it's crazy. I mean, Kobe had an Azuzu pup. Yeah. And the thing is cool. And a 455 rear engine <laughs> in, a, in a mini truck. And, and that didn't win Odd Rod Award for me? Well, he wasn't there with it. He was talking about. It. He uh, was actually in tr- he was actually in Trucking Magazine with this thing. I was about to say that that's odd rod. But but I mean, how cool is that? And like I, he's absolutely. like, man, he said, you bought that Mighty Max, and that's got me looking for a truck now. Thanks. Well, I mean, it's got me looking for one. Every, I mean, you mark my words. That's going to be. I ain't going to say it's going to be the new thirty two Ford. But I think I think the mini truck is going to be it's going to become that one toy that all of us have just kind of tucked away. Well, I mean, not even that. I think that uh, I think that's going to be a market that's coming back. I think it's going to be a strong fad for oh, yeah. sure. And and then you're going to have your dollar to just stay with it. And oh, I mean, yeah. and, you, and like Mini Truck and National showed you this past weekend, there's 520 in one spot. And now, granted, we had trucks from Canada, they had trucks from Florida, but. The thing that was cool about it is, is these trucks, I mean, they did not leave anything to be desired. These things were gorgeous. Oh, yeah. There were very, very few trucks there that weren't just worthy of mention. Yeah. I mean, there was, I would hate to be the man to judge that show. Oh, absolutely. That show right there is probably by far one of the hardest shows to to judge. I mean, that's. I think that's even why they extended an extra day is just because of the, the the capacity of vehicles there that need to be judged. I mean... Well, i tell you something we can't do is we can't extend the segment any longer. we got to take <laughs> a commercial break. Guys, we got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here All on right, 1063 W-O-R-D. I'm like a typical mini truck. I'm running late on everything. <laughs> guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. And we're talking about the mini truck and Nats. Now, Maggie Valley, North Carolina is a beautiful place. Of course, you got the mountains everywhere. And, and the goat. And, the, and that one goat that's always hanging up on top of the mountain. And uh, they have a Great fairground out there, <laughs> and an amphitheater, so it's a great location for a show. And the thing that's cool is, is the cops in Maggie Valley actually shut the main drag down there, and let all the mini truckers cruise. And of course, their favorite thing to do is drag, skating their trucks across the asphalt, throwing sparks. Oh, it's awesome! It's awesome! It's cool! It's so like, for, hey, I want to work on this truck and make it perfect, and now I'm going to disintegrate into the asphalt. Yeah, I'm gonna rip the back of the bed off into the asphalt. But you know what? That's that's what's awesome because they'll go back and repair it and do it again next year, and, and, and that's mini truckers. You know, they're going to put on a show for you and then fix their truck again, and so they can come back next year. And See, do that's it. where I'm going to be a different kind of mini trucker. So you just get blocked. I've got I've got a, I've got this Mighty Max with the frame, its body dropped, and everything. Now keep in mind, this truck will put the rocker panels on the ground. It yeah. will literally to the point where it will not roll. Now. Do you think after all the paint and the bodywork and everything else that I'm going to throw this thing down on the asphalt and say, hey, look at this? Absolutely. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. I'm going to lay microfibers down while it's sitting still <laughs> and I'll let the body down. Have you lost your mind? I had the same problem with the Jeeps back in the day. I had a lifted Jeep. This thing had a lift on it like no other, like 42s on it, you know, had Thornbird tires on it, all this stuff. 
And I mean, it was gorgeous. Red, every piece of chrome you could throw at it. They're like, you going to take it down the trail? And I drove out there because I'm like, heck yeah, man. I got a Jeep. I can drive over anything. <laughs> I take it down the trail, and I start seeing all these Jeeps, and they ain't got no chrome. They ain't got no big old tires. You know what they do have? Dents and scratches, and they've been rolled over, and the windshield's busted. I'm like, you lost your damn mind? I took my Jeep home and washed it like it bothered me. My idea of off-roading is like bumping a curb downtown parking. <laughs> so needless to say, my, sh- my Jeep career was short-lived. <laughs> you had a mall crawler? Exactly. Exactly. I could cruise the main I could cruise Main Street like no other. This man said a mall I crawler. I, I'd kill for a V8 CJ7, but, I mean, once you paint it, chrome everything out, I ain't taking it off right. Have you lost your mind? It's a cruiser. I just waxed my rear end housings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and paint my differential to be going through a puddle. Have you... <laughs> Have you lost your mind? Old mall crawler. That's my new fave. Pavement princess. Yeah, pavement princess. But, I mean, say what you want to. I'm just that guy. Like, I like keeping my stuff nice. The same reason I'll take my cars to the racetrack. You know, I don't want to torture my cars and rock chips. I see. I looked, growing up, dad would drag cars. Hey, they'd have these gorgeous, candy-painted, wild, I mean, just beautiful drag cars. And, of course, they're really low to the ground. They're really fast. And the front ends a lot. They were sandblasted on after about a year. (laughs) And, And I'm thinking to myself, do you really think I'm going to drive my car in that? No. I wipe it with a diaper and talk to it. No. <laughs> we don't do those things. I come out in the garage every morning. I'm like, hey, boo. I talk to my car. When I open the garage door and you see you see the back side of that Malibu SS just sitting there, big old meats on the back of it, I'm like, daddy's home. That's how I feel about my wagon. If I seen that, I would have shut the garage door back out of the driveway because obviously I'm not in the right home. (laughs) I see what's behind door number two. (laughs) Speaking of the wagon, it lived up to its notorious reputation and got me pulled over in Maggie Valley. Actually, I did get them pulled over in Maggie Valley. Just think, you got guys dragging trucks down the road and you managed to get pulled over in a station wagon. I mean, you got to think about it. We've got many truckers there. Lord knows what goes with them, and I'll leave it at that but you know what what else shenanigans they're doing on top of the mini trucking part and then you get pulled over at a nine passenger 91 caprice station wagon now in my defense it's probably louder than anything else there and it was it was about pulling the front wheels off the ground too i mean i'm shaking my head right now i know you can't see this through the radio but it's so real i mean just just hearing him explain this to me I mean, I've, on one end, I don't know if this is my old man coming out of me or what. Like, I just want to, like, smack him and tell him I'm doing this for you, not for me. Like, you know, I'm doing this because I love you. Like, beating well, this out of him. It was completely unintentional, so. It was unintentional to be throbbing and stabbing the, stabbing the accelerator and going down the road? It's unintentional? Well, at first it do was. You, do you have, like, a catch in your leg? So you got a knee yeah, thing? Yeah, I, I had a cramp, is what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you got a, you got a, you got a cramp, like somewhere like the blood vessel going to the brain or something so, gets so cut what, off. What had happened was, is while the parade was going on and everything, I said, well, you know what, I want to take the wagon out for a little spin down the parade and do that. So I took it down. Did the you strip. do the wave? I did not. Um, so I took it down the strip and I turned around did and you have I come a girl back. sitting on the roof. I did not. <laughs> she fell off because he kept jamming the accelerator. So. 
on the way back up the road, you know, traffic's real slow, so I dropped the car down first, so it just talks to you a little bit more, and which I typically never, ever do. And I was just sitting there goosing the throttle, and it got to where the front end was about picking up off the ground, just doing a suspension lift on it. Now, now, let's, now let's just let's go back. It's about picking up off the ground. Now, we, can go outside, we can go outside and test this theory. I don't want to test this theory because, one, <laughs> we have air conditioning in here. Two... I'll be honest with you. I'm scared something's going to fly off that thing. Well, I, now, I got a little nervous about that, too. But, and you're over here. I mean, this car is anything but reliable. That's not the <laughs> word you use to describe it. No, see, that's not fair. I'm trying to sell it. But I just drove it to Maggie Valley and back. I'm driving 100 miles a day. It's very reliable, actually. And I just sat in traffic for like 30 minutes with it. It's good. You've done it twice. No. no. Well, okay, you could have gone back three times, and you went to Maggie Valley and back. Yeah, and I've been working, like, uh, drive back and forth. So we haven't, we, we haven't hit 1,000 miles yet, and we're calling it reliable now. I, I, you know what? A car lasts that long, I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Get 1,000 miles of pop. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyhow, so I'm, I'm sitting there goosing it, and all of a sudden I see blue lights behind me, and I pull over. And the cop said, he said, look, he said, I understand this is a fast car. He said, but... I'm going to need you to calm that down, or I'm going to have to write you. I, said, I am so glad I wasn't in the car with you. I said, sir, I'm just going to go park it. It's good. Oh, I, I, good. I, would, I would get out of the car, and I would say, officer, first off, it's not a fast car. <laughs> I'm like, it's a station wagon. Get some books, like a Hot Rod magazine, and read it. Well, it, it actually is a pretty fast car now. It is a fast car. But, so, uh. It was pretty funny. He said, I'm going to have to write you up if you keep on doing that. I said, no, I'm going to go park it. He said, no, you can have all the fun you want. I said, well, evidently not. Apparently not. I'm just going to park it. I'm just going to park it. I'm good. So I made my one little trip. I didn't get a ticket. I'm good. That's all all that matters at the end of the day. As long as we're not bailing you out of the lockup in Maggie Valley, because I can only imagine. I'm sure it's pleasant. (laughs) It's probably like Mayberry. It's, pr- it's got to be a little bit better than Union. I've, I've been there. <laughs> so Somebody posted that thing on Facebook, saw you. Somebody from the Mopac, Mopar Club saw you. And uh, Scott said, like, you probably want to stay away from that one. It's packing a little bit more than you're probably thinking. Oh, yeah. that's hilarious. I'll tell you what's packing else is these commercials. we got to yes, pack this are. up for this segment. Guys, stay tuned. we got more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. And this is Rob Pitts. Oh, Rod! What's happening, dude? You know what's happening. What's up? Are you just going to leave Richard out? What? Richard, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. You know what's happening? What's that? You're riding around the station wagon. That's what's happening. I am riding like around the station Like I see that thing sitting in the parking lot. I'm like, did it break down? It made it. It made it here? Y'all are terrible for I, I can't talk, man. I'm looking for the rollback, and it's not there. Y'all are terrible, man. <laughs> is my mind playing tricks on me? It's probably the best running car I got, sadly. Man, you are in bad shape, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. We'll be praying for you. I appreciate it. I need it. <laughs> the uh, Lord station wagons. I love that car so much because there's someone in my life that hates it so much, and that's why I love it. Haters. You know what? Haters are motivators. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. <laughs> Good saying. <laughs> Dumb reason. But <laughs> that's a subject for another time. But uh, we, we gotta wait a year before we have that conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, but talking about the mini trucking boom, though, and we're and we're talking about mini trucking. And how about who called Gas Monkey Garage? Oh, fast uh, and loud this past week. Yes, those and they're actually show. working on it this week coming. Yeah, um, 
they actually have Sean Mahaney's. 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 He actually built crew cut. Crew cut was a 92 Chevrolet dually that they, it was a crew cut dually. They cut the top off of it. It had a full hydraulic system on it. This truck was built in the 90s. Escalade Green, purple flames. End. Of course, yeah, I had a first-gen Escalade front end. Or Escalade. <laughs> Escalade. you, Robert. Escalade <laughs> front end. And, uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, this was a trick truck. I mean, this truck was on the cover of every magazine This truck was in the used 90s. everywhere. It was in every magazine. Well, the story goes, a tool company bought it. Yep. After, you know, Sean got done with it, it went through a few hands, and uh, a tool company bought it, and they were going to use it for promotional purposes. And basically, they, they used it for a little while, and then they parked it. It's basically been sitting in a warehouse ever since. And not a lot of use for a 92 Chevrolet Dually with no top on it. Full-time convertible. You mean nothing's not useful? <laughs> I know, really. It's I've crazy. never seen it. I just on on hydraulics, by the way. Yeah, sitting on hydraulics. Yeah. But it's still a four throttle body, all this good stuff. Um, Gas Monkey Garage and Richard Rollins, you know, they buy it, you know, for supposedly on air, they bought it for, what's it, $7,500? And they are actually restoring it and uh, restoring it back. They're updating some things on it, some of the things that, some of the things they're doing to it. I don't agree with some of the things they're doing to it. I can see why, because they're saving money because of some of the detail, like the flames and stuff. Well, I mean, Mike Coy has done overtime at restoring the paint job on this truck well they've water sanded it. they re-cleared the entire yeah. truck and, and he's done an amazing job the with, uh they're repainting you know repainting a big fiberglass bumper cover for it all that good stuff but they're pulling the 454 throttle body out which i do not understand and putting in an lsx see, stupid see, uh different exactly <laughs> what's wrong with the 454 i mean what's it hurting it's I a mean, truck I, exactly to me i think i to me personally and this is why i think they're doing it and why I also agree with it, what they're doing really is just bringing this truck from a 90s custom and bringing it up to date. And there's a lot of things you don't have to change. They're not on. changing anything else. They changed the interior color and they changed the motor. Well, they changed a lot about the interior. And the, they did a you know just a straight black interior where this one had, a, I believe it was like purple and silver. Purple and white. Purple inside. and white inside, which fit, fit the truck really good. I mean, you're talking about a $10,000 interior easily. Um, in this truck, and it is all custom, but they just modern- all in marine grade vinyl. Yeah, and but they just modernized it a little bit, brought it up to speed. So they went in and redone the entire suspension setup on it, which they kept the hydraulics, which was awesome. Well, they redid it; it's all new. Yeah, it's, they, all, it's well, all stayed with the hydraulic system. Stayed with the hydraulics, but they did a four link in the rear and, and modernized that up. And, and, and my and, thing, if you're gonna modernize it, why didn't they put it on bags? And it's been done well, with it. I, I, they had that conversation on Gas Monkey, which I thought was awesome because. Me, personally, I probably would have swapped the truck over two bags, but one of the cool things of it was the way the hydros were set up in the rear and the fact that it was a dually on hydraulics. That's kind of rare in and of itself. So I, I admire the fact that they kept that and kept it the way it was. But, you know, I don't. I think the new power plant up under the hood actually adds a little value to it. It brings up to speed there, and you know what you got. I mean, they don't know the history of the 454. Obviously, it's been sitting so you, in my opinion, you were sitting at a point where you actually had to go in and rebuild it. Why not just modernize it with something even better? Well, one, they don't build engines. And two, that's why they put a crate motor in it. But I don't know. For me, I believe I would have actually preferred it with a 454 still in it. It's I a, mean, it's a full size one ton truck at the end of the day. Yeah, but it's, it's still, a full on showpiece. So it really, it really it, doesn't matter. It, it still really, has to pull there, itself down the road, though, too. There, there could be a four cylinder under that truck and it'll do everything it needs to do. But, well, and, you know, and it's cool. Um, they changed the steering wheel on it, which I think was another kind of a slap at it. I didn't I, I didn't agree with that. 
Um, I would have. I want to start changing that kind of stuff. I would have put some similar billets that were on it. They didn't get too far from the plan with that, but no, they didn't get too far off on the wheels. I think the wheels are very tasteful that they put back on it. I think the fact that they kept the paint job of the truck and did not change any major features. Do you realize how look, much it would cost you to change the paint job on that truck? Oh, it'd be unreal. Or to recreate yeah, it? Yeah, to recreate it. As much as the truck's going to be worth when it's done. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I think they have, in next week we'll see, but I think that truck with the history behind that truck, uh, knowing who it was built by and everything about it, I think that truck has the potential to bring some really, really high numbers. Well, you know, the cool thing the about Sean, you know, Sean was a, was a very famous guy in the mini trucking industry, but something was really cool. And he actually passed away right before we were going to have him on the air. Yeah, we were actually going to I was talking him. to him two weeks before he passed away. Mm-hmm. He built, or actually, he built wheelchairs, custom wheelchairs, and uh, for kids, you know, disabled kids, and he would actually build them. To their need. And, I mean, these things were tricked out with custom paint and all this stuff. And that's what he did. And, I mean, this this dude was just genuine, straight up, and everybody in the trucking community absolutely loved this guy. He was a god in the trucking community. Yeah. And he actually died going to a car show on a motorcycle. Yep. Man, it's crazy. But uh, it's been about a year ago now. Yep. A year, yep. a year, year and a half. And uh, so he'll definitely be missed. And this car, I mean, this truck, I mean, this is just one of many he built, but this is probably one of his more iconic builds. And I'm so glad the Gas Monkey didn't just totally recreate it. No, they didn't. I think they did a very, very tasteful, very, very respectful job with the build on this truck. I think. I think they they had to do some stuff to put that little gas monkey flair to it, as Richard always does. I'm, glad, I'm surprised they didn't put a monkey on it somewhere. I'm shocked. I, I'm actually not. I'm actually not. Um, I'm very happy with how it turned out. I think it brought the truck up to 2018, if you will. I think it made it new in and of itself, but still maintain what Crew Cut is. And I think they did an absolute fabulous job with it. And if I had to guess in my mind... This truck will probably end up on auction, and the money will probably get donated to some sort of charity cause, if I had to guess. Oh, I hope so. I really hope I, so. I really think that's the angle Richard Rawlings is working with this truck. I really believe that. I don't know, and we'll see, you know, Monday, but um, tomorrow at 9, I think, is when it comes on. Yeah, 9 o'clock. So, we'll see then, but I, I really firmly believe that's what he's going to do with this truck, because that's the kind of guy Richard is, if you ever watch him, but... Um, I, I think they did. I think they did a great job on the truck. I really do. I think they did a really good job on the truck, man. I, the truck is just cool. And like I said, you know, I was that kid. I grew up with trucking magazines. I had them delivered to the house. Oh, like, I, I remember having the magazine with that truck on the cover. Oh yeah. I mean, who didn't? Yeah. I think somebody, matter of fact, was, they were actually commenting and said, "I wonder what that truck and magazines were today." They said, "Probably nothing," because everybody still has it. Yeah, everybody's got. That <laughs> I was looking at it last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they did an absolute fabulous job. And that just, the fact that Gas Monkey built that truck just goes to show you that the mini truck movement is back in, in full swing. Well, it's, I don't want to say full swing, but it's definitely picking up steam. Yeah. It's definitely picking up steam. And I mean, and I say here in the next year or so, you're going to see a lot of mini trucks popping up, the popularity in them. Um, you know, like I said, you got a lot of these guys that had these trucks that, they wore them back. They oh, wore yeah. the truck back. And, I mean, the thing is, it's all about supply and demand. And I'll be honest with you, the market's not flooded with them because a lot of these trucks got crushed. I mean, they got demolished. I mean, there's just nothing left of well, them. Well, either that or, you know, the ones that didn't get turned into a complete custom truck, they were drove until they rusted apart or fell apart. Right. I mean, look, when's the last time you seen a Mighty Max? 
or a D21 hard body that was decent, you yeah. know, or, you know, B2200. round body S10s, or, yeah, B2200s. I mean, other, you'll see a few S10s floating around still. Yeah, but how, all about, how all, about an S10 Extreme? Exactly. I Find mean, one you, that the fairings aren't beat off it. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the thing. I mean, these, these trucks are, are getting, you know, kind of scarce. So now they're getting popular, so naturally it's going to bring value up. And I'm anxious to see what aftermarket does to step in, because right now there is nothing, literally nothing, on the aftermarket for these trucks. Now, keep in mind... What do you mean, aftermarket? <clears throat> um, like people doing repop stuff for them. Uh, nothing, nothing really as of yet. There's, You're going to have to get the demand really up there, I believe, <laughs> before the aftermarket really steps up. Yeah, and, and that's a unique thing. I don't know that you'll ever see a time when that truly happens because of, you know, the scarcity of the trucks already. Exactly. I mean, they don't so, know how many is out there still. And, and there are so many popular brands, it's hard to now, do. Now, I, I think you like your older Rangers, your older S10s, your older Dakotas, they'll always catch, you know, like someone like LMC is going to step up to play on those. On something like that, but on the import trucks, I'm not real Im sure. Import trucks, I, you know, there, there's going to come a time where you don't find parts anymore. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I'll tell you something else we find every time these commercial breaks. <laughs> yes, sir, we do. All right, guys, stay tuned. We got more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Richard. What's happening? Are you not down with a mini truck talk? Absolutely, man. I like them. I always like them. I've liked them the first time around. Uh. So if you were going to build a custom mini truck, what would you build? First Gen S10 or First Gen Dakota. Ooh, a square Dakota. Yeah. There was actually one of them at Mini Nats that was pretty nice. It was bagged out. There was, was one of the, everything at Mini Nats <laughs> really bagged out. I mean. So, Rob Pitts, what mini truck would you build? You know what? I'm kind of partial. I'm weird now. If I had to pick, I would love to have a hard body. But I do like the Mighty Max. Mighty Max is pretty cool. I think for me personally, I would start with the S10 Extreme. See, that's not a mini truck, though. I mean, yeah, it that, is. No, that's it's after. It's like a muscle truck. Yeah, that was after. No. That was after. Well, they made four-cylinder ones, but still, that was after oh, yeah. the mini truck craze. Like, that was like, that okay. was like, so, that was a fart off the mini truck. <laughs> you so you want me to go older? Yeah. Uh, i definitely go D21. He goes, S10 Extreme. See, that's that's the millennial coming at you. That's not even millennial. Oh, my God. It's like, it's like, it, is, it is no, it is so millennial. No, that, that's it's not millennial. Because that's your idea of old there, school. There's, there's it's no. a 2003 model truck. <laughs> I asked if you want me to go old school. And I did. And I said D21. Yeah, exactly. A D21. A 97 model truck. But, yes, that works. Well, that's what you said you would build, too. I would. I would. A D21. And, and D21s go back into the 80s, so. And you know what you're the D21? No, actually, they don't. Do you know what D21 starts out at? Uh, well, I had 86 Nissan Hardbody. It was an 86. Yeah, it was absolutely. the first year for the okay, D21. So I had an 86. Exactly. There, there was were a seven, before that. Yeah, it was a 720 and a 620 before that. That's and a 520 true. before that. That's true, because I had one of the Datsun. I had A2 Datsun, which it was weird, though, because the tag, the tag, the back emblem said... Uh, Datsun 280ZX Datsun 280ZX Turbo by Nissan Yeah, that's right So It was a mouthful It was confusing Yeah, it was a big emblem <laughs> The uh, title weighed 15 pounds <laughs> But uh, The uh, I mean so, But they're cool though And like I said I definitely see them Making a comeback Um you know, I see them getting popular. Well, the cool thing about it now is the technology in the air ride has changed so much. So they're not riding around like lumber wagons anymore. These trucks are actually smooth driving trucks. Like Jeff Giles, I mean, he can drive his literally inches off the ground just fine. Right on into the trailer, and it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, I give him a hard time. He actually drives this truck. And I mean, it's it's a good looking, it's a beautiful truck. And I mean, so that's <laughs> the one thing I do like about the mini truck thing is maybe it'll breathe some life into the car show world and get people doing different things. Um, I'm going to go out on a tough limb here and say that mini, it's a sturdy one. mini trucks are probably the most customed, most fabricated, most detailed attention given to um, just all around. And as far as custom goes, the best genre of vehicles. I wouldn't say that. I would say your lead sled here was probably lead sled, a little more. <clears throat> lead sleds will give them a run for the money. Um, but it, anywhere it, else, it, I'll give you. And this, the 70s customs. Yeah. Um, I, you know, low riders. They're well, they all had into, drugs in the 70s, though. That was just that the was, Yeah, it was totally different. Acid, LSD, all this stuff. I mean, that's what got them. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll inspire the mind. It does. <laughs> but, I mean, it's you like know, tail fins, you but take in the, the front. You take the, <laughs> on it, a van. <laughs> I wish with that, a half moon window. <laughs> I wish that your classic hot rod guys or your modern hot rod guys even would take it a little bit from the mini truckers as terms of making something truly custom, not just powder coating your wheels and putting stickers on it, but truly making like, I something see, custom. I want to see a Challenger with no door handles on it. Yeah, like do something crazy. You know, put put you know 1969 Challenger door handles on your new Challenger. Boy, yeah. that'd look funny looking, wouldn't it? But I mean, you Big know, chrome door handles on us. It probably actually wouldn't look bad on the challenger. Actually, the seventy challengers had. Yeah, they had pretty, the little. Yeah, the yeah, little flat ones. Two finger. Yeah, the little. Yeah, so that actually worked. They'd do, be very small though on that car. Yeah, it would look small on the door. But do something like that, you know. I get what you're saying. I agree with you. You know, don't don't just put a sticker on it and powder coat your wheels and paint your calipers and call it a day. You know that, that yeah, it's custom. No, no, but no, no. They hydro dip and they do a lot with LED lights also. He <laughs> said, "I heard the LED light thing's kind of popular." But I mean, but you get what I'm saying. Actually, you know, like I always fall back on this car, John Dietz's Challenger. Do something like that. There's hidden roll cages in that car. You know, there's no, it ain't hidden. You see it. Well, but you know what I'm saying. They're they're well tied in. Nice. They're well tied in. You go up under the hood. You can eat off it. I wonder you, why John didn't get a six speed in that thing. I don't know. I mean, you know what I'm saying. To me, when I look at it, like it needs a six speed. He drives it a lot, though. But a yeah. supercharged six four. I don't know. I would. I'd have probably went automatic. I don't want to drive a manual every day. Yeah, I'd have probably. I, I, see, I, neither I like, do you. <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you put the miles on it, that, that man does on that car, and I think his truck is straight drive. When you put the miles on the car, like that man does, I would most definitely have an automatic. Now, you take something like my wagon that's just a straight-up hot rod that you don't drive every day. Yeah, throw a six-speed in it. Have fun. It's, I don't know. It's just It loses a little bit there. Sorry, John. I, I, I actually don't think so. I think that car is perfect in every way. But, I, I mean, you know, do stuff like that. That's custom. That's nice. You know? And I Get think you a station wagon. Exactly. I, but I think mini truckers really embody what custom truly is. They do embody what custom is. And, you know, and they get made fun of a lot. <clears throat> And some of the ideas are out in left field, and some of the ideas are, re are revolutionary. But you know what? Left field ideas are great. I mean, there's a guy there that had a cantilever system set up for his bags. There was a guy there, I want to say two years ago, that I forgot the truck they had, but he actually had hydraulic pumps that pumped up, and when they did, they pushed a hydraulic fluid into another set of uh, hydraulics in the back to lift the back because there wasn't room for everything. So he had hydraulic pumps that worked back here that 
operated up here. It was transfer pumps. Yeah, it was transfer pumps is all it was. And, and the way it was set up is, is just absolutely amazing. And whoever sat down and actually thought of this system and made it work, I mean, that's mind-blowing. But that was the only way he could get what he needed done done with the space he had. And this is a man that's working on a D21 pickup truck. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I mean, the, the engineering behind that is just amazing. I think with mini trucks, is, uh, they're full of ideas that, like you said, I mean, they don't really make sense, and they're not really, quote-unquote, possible. Well, I mean, they're, they they're not anyway. there to serve a purpose, really. I mean, it's not like, you know, like a purpose-built car, like it's built for autocrossing or built for drag racing or, or even built for anything. They're built just to show. It's it's built to get lower to the ground. The well, end. that, and but but to show. That's what it's yeah. built to do. And, I mean, like, you look at, like, the framework. You know, Detroit Speed, now, I mean, granted, the aftermarket stepped in, so now you can buy drop spindles, and you can buy lowering blocks, of course. You could do that for years. But, like, you know, these guys build custom chassis for these things to get them even lower and body yeah. drop them. This isn't store-bought. You don't buy, you don't go online to bodydrop.com and order your body drop. No, what you do is you order you, you know, a metal. torch and you cut it. <laughs> yeah. Well, back in the day, they were doing this on new $9,000 pickup trucks. Also. Exactly. Well, I mean, nowadays, these, they're doing them on new $80,000 pickup trucks. Yeah, That's exactly. Amazing. And they still do. I mean, there was, a, there was like a 2017 LTZ Silverado that I, was body dropped. I just got to wonder. Don't you hate to be the man that banked the sign on that note? Yeah. I just gotta, Come get your truck. I, I got to wonder what the bank thinks about them doing that to their truck. I'm telling you. If they, if they only I'm knew. thinking if they bought that truck and they're putting that kind of coin into it, they probably own it. Yeah, let's hope they do anyway. <laughs> that or, or the loan is on the mods. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it, it, it's insane. You know, you go out to SEMA and you see three hundred of those trucks. Oh yeah, we see them everywhere. But yeah, and then in December you see them in repo lots everywhere. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You see my car lots in a lot of times, but no, I mean it, it's absolutely mind-boggling the work that these guys put into these trucks. It's it's second to none, and I really wish that other genres in the car community would see this. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that some of this stuff will stick with these guys and it'll make them want to try harder and, and, and build a more custom vehicle. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we've lost the touch in this modern day no one's of doing custom like, cars. No one's doing metal work and stuff like no, that anymore. No. Nobody's designing anything. Well, I mean, hell, no, I hell mean, where's the metal at in them, you know? I mean, well, well, I mean, it's like I, I've had this idea for a while, and I got I started collecting the parts of doing it to put uh, 59 Cadillac taillights in my wagon. No one does that anymore. No, but, I mean. It's just body mods. It's just body mods. All right. Yeah. Commercial breaks, guys. Come on. We're going to carry this on. we got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.